0: The raccoon. I'm just chizm. I I'm just chiz chizm. I'm chiz chizm. I I'm just chiz chizm. I'm chiz chizm. I I'm just chiz chizm. I'm chiz chizm. I I'm just
1: chiz chizm. Yeah. Hey, ciao, Fudge Packers! Bonjour, Fudge Packers! Bienvenue to the podcast, Beer Boys! I'm Adam Schumapel Adam, and Chiz.
0: And it's all mailed to me, because I'm Steve Creep, and I'm creeping on the airwaves right at ya.
1: Ooh, and this week we're talking about... 2006's documentary The Da Vinci Code (laughs) I love the way it's shot so you know it's a documentary oh yeah you know it's presenting you with facts and that's Mm -hmm. what I love the most about the movies
0: shaky shaky cam it's either a very old person or it's a documentary
1: (laughs) and in this case it's both directed by (laughs) Ron Howard an old man
0: yes very old man famous old man ron howard oh he's also famous as a child but nobody counts those years
1: nobody counts those years he's got a a daughter
0: (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) sure definitely uh
1: spawn some youth yeah he's you know he's got a career you know maybe you've heard of him a little guy named ron howard maybe you've heard of him a little guy named tom hanks yeah you know (laughs) Ronnie H and Tommy H at <laughs> it again. The Hanks and Howard brothers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they definitely should have had a company called the Hanks and Howards.
1: Oh, yeah, I would love that. I would. They said it sounds like a moving company.
0: Yeah, and they do, but they spawned a movie franchise,
1: I it, guess. Yeah, exactly. They. Oh my! And did they spawn a movie franchise or what? Dan Brown must be rolling in his grave with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not as a uh,
0: sarcophagus, that's for sure. Oh,
1: God, no. No, of course not. He's uh, hes not the last descendant of Jesus Christ, so... <laughs> Shh. Sorry, no spoilers for the documentary, <laughs> The Da Vinci Code, based on real life with real things in it.
0: Is it anti-religion or is it pro-religion? You'll find out.
1: That's right. Uh, but before we get to any of that, we need, of course, to do the Pure Boy's Prayer. God God bless bless our our podcast, please. God bless all podcasts, podcasts, please. We we love you, please. Amen. Amen. Glory, woman. Uh, Beautiful. Great prayer. A really good one.
0: Yeah, I felt the spirit flow through me. I think I'm so enraged by this film,
1: Um, (laughs) by the blasphemy on display,
0: the shots it takes at my dear Catholic Church is unprecedented.
1: Oh, certainly. Oh, yeah. But uh, and like, come on. Haven't the Catholic Church suffered enough? Do we really need to keep taking? How many more pegs can they be taken down? I'm serious. I'm
0: serious. Well, I think this starts our new segment called "Come On." <laughs> it's directly put towards uh, all those people out there trying to question us and yeah. our uh, things.
1: Can I uh, just kind of, can I uh, offer a note on the name of the segment? Yeah. Can we call it "Come On, Guys"? Yeah, come on, guys. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to our new segment, "Come On, Guys." where we talk about how unfair it is how the catholic church has been treated especially since 2006 when the da vinci code was released facts facts <laughs> come on guys come on guys uh hey steve creep when this movie like when this phenomenon let's call it what it is when it happened uh, right around the time of the secret i guess is probably around the same time yes praise him uh w- did you see this movie did you like did this did you get um like, were you into this stuff? Because this completely passed me by. I didn't even see any of these or know anything about them.
0: I was so slopping wet uh, during this period of time that the book stuck to me. Mm. I was told to read this book, and I read it, and it was probably, like, the third book I ever read in my entire life. <laughs> oh, right, I after the Bible. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I, I sunk into this book. Uh, greatly, and I was very much looking forward to this movie, and I liked it at the time. Really? Yeah, loved it.
1: Damn. Well, I mean, there's a reason why the book was so successful, right? It it must be a good, entertaining little novel.
0: Well, it moves you along. There's a very exciting story that uh, you follow. All these clues, all these uh, torrid paths, uh, you know, uh, put in with a bunch of uh, sexual uh, whipping. Oh. <laughs> uh, how could you not love this movie? Oh, or my book God.
1: series? The male nudity on display in this movie is beautiful. Yeah, especially the priests. Oh, yeah. Paul Bettany's tight little bum. <laughs> <laughs> All over the screen. Oh, Throughout my God. this
0: entire movie.
1: Tastefully shot by Ron Howard so you don't see his dinger. Don't even worry about it. Bring your grandma. She'll ooh and ah. It'll be fine. She won't have to see a peener. It's fine. Ooh, uh, and it's about Christ and the sure.
0: truth and Mary Magdalene, so they gotta love it.
1: They gotta love it. Yeah. Uh, now, where
0: were you? What were you and how were you during uh, the filming of this movie?
1: <laughs> well, I was in Paris, of course, mm-hmm. uh, at the Louvre. And uh, <laughs> this—were you actually? No, I've never. I've never been to Paris. Paris is You've for swine. No, nah, you can't trust the French, and that's what I love the most about this can't trust the lube. Either. No, you can't. And you shouldn't.
0: And you I've shouldn't. never seen one movie where you can trust the lube. There's always like a, uh, a twist or a secret or something hidden under the lube.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Whether it's, uh, no matter what it is, maybe it's uh, oh hell, I don't know. Maybe it's Baby the... Boy. Yeah, maybe it's the body of Mary Magdalene. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> uh, Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Probably not though. I doubt
0: it. But can you prove that Jesus Christ inseminated Mary Magdalene?
1: That's the whole thing for me. I mean, god, I'd love a whole movie about that where there's a line where it's like we uh, we need to investigate the knocking up of Mary Magdalene by Jesus Christ. Yeah, like she's
0: related to Mary Magdalene, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Where did the spum go? That's what I want to know. Come on, guys. Well, that, yeah. that's that's our segment for this week. Thank you.
0: <laughs> that wraps it up well, so we can like get through our other stuff. Of course, and then get back to the movie. Well, wraps we, it up perfectly.
1: We have to get to the everyone's favorite segment on the show, and an important question, and that is, of course, Steve Creep. Who was the beggar, Vance? You got Legacy it. Legacy Peak. Tokyo Drift. Yes.
0: All the way up there in Legacy's Peak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a man trying to be a father to two ne'er-do-wells that really suck at anything they do. Yeah. Now, Adam, I think the bag pants of Legacy Peak was that big old Peak herself. Oh, daring. Yeah, only seen for two seconds in the movie and not related to the plot at all. No. I feel like this Legacy's Peak was my Legacy's Creep. <laughs> now, Adam. <laughs> yes, Steve. Who do you think
1: was the Mega bag Fats of Legacy Peak? Well, Steve, thanks so much for asking. And uh, to me, the the Legacy Peak of Legacy's Peak was, of course, uh, Grandpa Toilet Toilet. Showed up at the end, shot some wolves, had a great time. Well, he didn't shoot the wolves, I guess. He provided the gun that allowed Lucas Black to murder those wolves. and um, He threw the shot. Yeah. it he, around the world. He put the bullet in the gun. So he's a hero <laughs> in that sense. He put the bullet in the gun. Ooh, I like it. That sounds like a rap line or something.
0: He was my second choice. I mm. see exactly
1: what you see, and of you course. see what I see. Uh, And I'm looking at you, looking at me, looking at you. Exactly, and I like this. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been following. I started following Lucas Black's uh, YouTube page, life, <laughs> and he's he's the dumbest idiot in the world. Like <laughs> my reading on him watching his movies was a hundred percent correct. He's a big dumb Southern idiot, and I love I've- him.
0: I think he's going to turn it around. I think he's going to become our next uh, Dolly Parton.
1: He's Christian as Frick, too. That's the other thing. Like He is super religious, and he's done some religious movies that maybe we should watch. We'll see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, segment over. Good segment. Uh, Great segment. Lucas Black. What a... I watched a video of him bow hunting. Bow... I'm on I'm a bow hunt. Nah, that's not how his accent sounds. Ah, I got to watch more of his video. I haven't dialed. That's more... That's Cajun. He's not Cajun. He's like... I don't know where he's from. Tennessee, maybe?
0: Cajun to Jason. I think you could just do a Cajun accent and be fine. That's true. I mean, he's
1: Cajun on both sides. He's Cajun where it counts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise him. Pra- hey, praise him. Uh,
0: I, I love him. I think he's going to be smart eventually, and <laughs> nope. he
1: might be Jesus. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Hey, get the Knights Templar out here. Let's track his bloodline all the way back to the... Mm, I don't, can't remember what they said the guy's name was. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, let's (laughs) butter him down. Let's make
0: him super uh, moist and Mm. we'll get him on the pod and we'll announce to him that he is the son of Christ. Oh, that's great. We'll
1: butter him up. We'll stuff him full of stuffing and onions and garlic and spices. We'll throw him in a preheated oven for three to four hours. and Then we got a delicious feast. Do human men die if they're in an oven with that
0: temperature for that long? Or is it yeah. that just a conspiracy?
1: Mm, you know what? Uh, that's, a, that's a question for another time. Uh, yeah, that's too deep. <laughs> My wife and I went grocery shopping uh, recently, and they had like turkeys on sale, like leftover Christmas turkeys, I'm assuming. And it was like... Trash. They were 99 cents a pound, and so we're like, oh, for 13 bucks we can get a whole turkey? All right. So we just have a turkey defrosting in our fridge that we're going to like... We're gonna cook a Thanksgiving dinner in the middle of January, and I'm really excited about it.
0: Yeah, you could smoke that turkey if you wanted, but like have a turkey dinner, make sure you have gravy and uh
1: Buenvenuto. The only things I want to smoke are fat blunts and fat cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother.
0: Amen. Amen. A fucking man. <laughs> I
1: tell you. Hey, speaking of fat cocks, we gotta get to everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> The Kevin Sorbo, Freedom of the Week.
0: Kevin! All right, Kevin, you got this. Give it to me now. <laughs> you got this, Kevin. <laughs> he pushed this out at 132, uh Time to poo on January 1st. Hey, welcome 2023, to... 2023, the year of our Lord.
1: 2023, new year, new pee. Also, I've gotten my wife saying 2023, new year, new pee. So that's pretty fun.
0: 2023, new year, new pee. New year, um, new dad. Tell it to everybody. Say it out loud from the rooftops. Uh, We need to get this started. Hashtag it. Go tell it on the mountain. Yeah, go tell it on the mountain. Uh, And Kevin told this on the (laughs) mountain. Weird how it seems the only people getting COVID got the jab. Period.
1: (laughs) Wow, that is weird, Kevin. This is not a political podcast. And COVID is, of course, a political issue, as it always should have been. Poignant. in.
0: Point? I'm glad you brought this up, uh, Kevin. I'm yeah. glad you bring anything up. What would we have to do in our lives without you?
1: Yeah, how would we... Att- <laughs> Kevin... Uh, God, cover your ears for a second. Kevin... <laughs> Kevin, goddamn you. <laughs> you dumb dink. <laughs> You're such a little... <laughs> such a little douchebag, Kevin Sorbo.
0: Like, <laughs> you are... Like you're the opposite of Good
1: Wed. You are Bad Wed. Exactly. Yeah. You're uh. You, what did you, you? He's Good Wed? What? Good Wed. Good Wed. Yeah. I don't. Think he's, he's not Good, good Wed. No. Bad he's, Wed. He's Bad Wed. He's Bad <laughs> To The dome. That kind of worked. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Kev. Uh, congrats. Don't get COVID. And if you do get COVID, do like all your followers do, and don't go get tested.
0: Don't forget to tell God. How are we going to tell God to unplug its ears?
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't Ready? know. I guess he's just never going to hear our show again.
0: Yeah, but then the whole humanity will fall into destruction, blah, blah, blah.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Okay. That's not my problem. From here on in. Yeah, that's not my problem. God is dead. Uh, God is deaf, sorry, is what I meant to say.
0: So there was no point in telling him to cover his ears. No, he's been it was reading. A joke.
1: He's been reading our lips this whole time, from my lips to God's brain, I guess. How do you shout out God? You go shout out God. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> you know that's a little thing for Gen Zers out there. Yeah, are are they uh, done with eat? I think so. Yeah, I think they're now on to sheet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we used to say back in our day. It's, it's all full circle, baby. Oh,
1: yeah. What was that from? She, oh, she. What's that? Oh, she. That's um, from something. I think it was Air Force One. I think it's from The Wire. Wasn't there a guy on that show who would always go, she? Pretty yeah, sure. I think so. I've Probably never seen The Wire. Baltimore sounds logical. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen Oz. I don't watch HBO. I like Oz and that's it. Christopher Maloney, you see his dinger in that show. Oz? Yeah. Is he like... Pure white? Well he's I mean he's freshly in jail getting hosed down, so it's not like the most flattering shot, but whatever. Is there anybody
0: in Oz that's an albino? <sighs> Harold Perrineau? Yeah. Cause like, is it really a prison show if like there's no albino?
1: Uh is it really Two thousand and sixes, the Da Vinci Code if there's no albino?
0: I had no idea who the man that you just said was. Who? You said a word and then another word, and it was a first and last name. And was, yeah. I don't know
1: who that was. Harold Perrineau, star of 28 Weeks Later, star of Lost, Walt's dad from Lost, the oh, helicopter pilot from 28 Weeks Later. Uh, I think he, Oh, he's in Romeo Plus Juliet. He plays one of Romeo's friends, I think. Oh, the hip hop version of Romeo and Juliet, yeah, the definitive version of Romeo and Juliet that's cool. It is cool, I, I like yeah. that movie a lot, actually, and I know people don't like it, but shut your mouth don't don't at me, I don't care i that's I like that movie. It's fun.
0: I love every version of Romeo and Juliet because at the core of it, the story is pure,
1: yeah, that's true it's it's the most beautiful love story ever told. yeah, this movie's got a bit of a Romeo and Juliet thing going on in it. <laughs> exactly with the shooting and the killing and the sexy stolen glances well i was more saying that like jesus and mary magdalene wanted to frick and the church was like we can't have that happening so they kind of were like star-crossed lovers in a way
0: yeah well try to stop us i mean they didn't even have condoms they probably had like the sheepskin Yeah, yeah
1: yeah they definitely used a sheep's bladder as a condom for sure why didn't they just use the skin? Why didn't Thin they just, the skin? just pull out, stupid? What are you doing? Did they Had they not invented pull out in Jesus' era? Ridiculous.
0: I think it was a religious thing. Religious thing. <laughs> Right, the Pope
1: was like, hey, 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 no more pulling out, all right? <laughs> yeah. Do something else. And then they went to <laughs> sheepskin. Pinch it shut but. or something. I don't care what. You, just pinch the tip of it shut. Whatever.
0: Why not use like uh, like uh something from the
1: sea? Something slick like a sea cucumber
0: yeah like a sea cucumber or like the skin of a whale
1: (laughs) the blubber of a whale
0: something of the sea so it's already wet
1: right chicken of the sea something like that yeah something i don't know what but something like a chicken skin what about just like an eggshell and you had to be very delicate as you should always,
0: because that's, true. that's the most uh, promising area of a uh, human body.
1: Do you think people had figured out 69ing in Jesus' time? Do you think that was a hmm. thing that people did?
0: See, what I always get back to is it's going to be tough with the sand. Yeah. So, like, do you just, like, go into it and in doggy style all the time? Because that's the
1: easiest entry point. I don't know. I mean they wouldn't I mean that's that's the oldest name for it. They wouldn't be calling it like reverse cowgirl or anything. This cowgirls didn't exist back then, I'll tell you that much.
0: They might have called it reverse cowgirl. <laughs> that would be and wild. That's, <laughs>
1: that's wife, where cowboys
0: came from. My
1: wife is sitting right behind me. I'm feeling very self-conscious about this discussion that we're having. I can see her in the camera of my uh, uh, on our Skype window and I'm feeling very self-conscious talking about 69ing in Jesus's time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because you guys famously don't. 69. No, oh,
1: God, no. 96, butt to butt. Butt to face.
0: <laughs> 96
1: is just another 69. Well, that's a good point, yeah. Kind of. No, not really. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it would be. You put your legs on the other person's shoulders, I guess? Bend your knees and put your calves on their shoulders? Dangle your feet in their face? I guess. I I feel like either way you're staring at the wrong hole. I mean, that way you're staring at nothing. You're looking at the wall. You're watching TV, and she's looking out the window.
0: You might as well just put a bag over your head. Yeah, exactly. Hey, amen to
1: that, brother. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird to think that if people busted back then, they'd just be busting in sand.
0: Well, that's the greatest uh, grift in history. Oh, the greatest grit in history. Probably the where, where plants came from. Like, God created all the humans in the sand, and then they started coming in the sand, and then blah, 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 evolution. <laughs>
1: blah, 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 uh, theory of evolution. Darwin was correct. Yeah. Well, maybe
0: the uh, semen solidified into bones, oh. and that's what we all think are
1: dinosaurs. Ah, oh, well, it is the devil. The devil did bury them to trick us.
0: But it was just group uh, cum techniques in the sand.
1: Right. And they were like, hey, look at this. We learned how to make teeth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty cool. That makes sense. It does make sense. Uh That's hey, pretty cool. last week you talked about while we're on this topic. You talked you you called Jesus the biggest cuck in history, and I appreciate that. But I'd like to I'd like the pure boys would like to issue a correction. Uh, Jesus Christ was not, in fact, the biggest cuck in history. His father Joseph was the biggest cuck in history.
0: Oh yeah, because he would have had to watch.
1: Yeah, he watched this nightmare angel just raw dog his thirteen year old wife and knock her up. Cool.
0: Cause Jesus is the uh you know, the happenings of that cucking. He's not the cuck himself.
1: Exactly. He's like the uh, little little baby cook.
0: Yeah, that we always want to correct ourselves on Pure Boys corrections. Uh, because we're we're just spouting bull crap the whole time and we gotta sanction ourselves.
1: And like we're fair and we're balanced and we're honest and we're we're anything but dishonest. Uh we fair, are
0: balanced, honest, the uh, pure boy's credo. Exactly. We love you, please. We love you, please.
1: Hey, uh, let's go. Let's go on. It's time to talk yeah. about uh, the history of the world, a.k.a. Da Da Vinci Code, 2006. I learned so much
0: about the world and how people interact with it from this uh, book and subsequent
1: movie. Yeah. Did you see all the movies? Because we're watching all three of them. Spoiler alert for the next two weeks. But we're watching all three of these.
0: I've seen this one at least a few times. What? (laughs) And Angels and Demons, I probably saw. I haven't seen Inferno, which I'm guessing just takes place in uh,
1: hell. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm assuming Tom Hanks dies in Angels and Demons and then he goes to hell. How awesome. I know that's not what these are about, but, like, How incredible would that be? Like, how ballsy of them to just be like, and then he died, and he went to hell, and now this book's all about him in hell, and you're like, well, that's awesome, actually. That would be cool. Drags a woman
0: down with him, tells hell's this uh, different worldscape that Robert Langdon has to figure out clues to (laughs) get out of and into purgatory. Well,
1: thank God he's a Harvard symbologist. (laughs) There's, he really knows his way around hell. There is so much made up bullshit in this movie. Like, so many things where, the, like, that one guy who introduces himself to him who's like, I'm from the sort uh, uh, something like the uh, French FBI. And you're like, well, that's not real. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Or like french, you can't trust the french that's the problem no. or the woman in this movie who's like oh i work for the french police cryptology I was like what are you talking about that's not a thing all the
0: accents in this movie are just a little off like the person who's teaching them all these accents were uh just kind of messing with them a little bit
1: that's true yeah just kind of like funking with them a bit be like yeah. look just put a little funk
0: into it this is
1: how an italian sounds
0: that was probably Howard's hand on the uh, linguistic person.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Heavy-handed. Heavy, heavy handed. Uh, the first thing we see in this movie is a picture, like a painting of naked children. And I was like, that's pretty on point for a movie about the Catholic Church. You nailed it, guys. Yeah. Were they, did they have
0: wings, though?
1: Nope. That saves it. Mm-mm, nope. Mm, they were just no wings. hog out naked in the streets in a painting. Alfresco. Maybe it's supposed to be cute.
0: Like an origin story.
1: Yeah, it's like those pictures of, like, kids pissing on tractor tires or something like that.
0: Yeah, or over, like, the Declaration of Independence. Yeah,
1: or Calvin pissing on Hobbes or whatever that decal is. Unsanctioned, not by Bill Watterson. He didn't approve that. He might, though. It is funny that to a section of society, that's how they know Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, arguably the greatest, like, Sunday comic strip of all time. Get at me, Hagar, the horrible people. He sucks.
0: I don't like Hagar all that much, too, but uh, the pissing is the thing.
1: You were more of an Asterix guy. You didn't really care about Hagar.
0: No, I didn't give a care care about Hagar at all. No, 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 no. Uh, What was the dot? The dot with the mouth?
1: Pac-Man?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved his strip.
1: Right. (laughs) I loved the seven-up dot. That's what I loved.
0: (laughs) I loved the seven-up dot. I, uh, me and him got along. Or, or they.
1: Uh, when I was in high school, there was this guy in my grade who, and I was so jealous of him. He had a shirt that on the front said, make seven, and on the back said, up yours. <laughs> 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 it's great. It's, make seven, up yours, but the back just says, up yours, and I love it. The reason why
0: I love it so much is that it handcuffs the teachers that just want it out of the school.
1: Mm-hmm. He just, yeah, all they he can't to, do anything. All he has to say is, don't walk behind me then. Yeah.
0: Don't walk in front of me.
1: Yeah. Either way. Make seven.
0: Stop looking at me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Make the girls wear non-spaghetti straps so the teachers don't want to frick them, please. <laughs> Nah. Cover up those shoulders. These horny teachers can't handle it. It's your fault, teenage girls.
0: All shoulders should be covered in a school setting. Agreed.
1: Agreed. And and knees and uh tits tits and ass, obviously, and cocks, of course, but
0: Tits and ass and cocks.
1: Why don't we just (laughs) like uncover
0: all that and then
1: cover everything else? That's interesting. Cover up people's faces so you don't know who it is and you just Fine. You want to be... You want to see tits, There it is. Now you don't even get a person with it. Tits, there it is. Hey, tits, there it is. Hey, speaking of tits and ass, we get a little Paul Bettany butt. We already talked about it, but there it is on full display. Uh, who's Paul Bettany? What do you mean, who's Paul Bettany? What do you mean? Maybe you've heard of a little thing called... The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you've seen a little Lucas Black movie called Legion... Starring Paul Bettany as the angel Gabriel. Yeah.
0: Oh, him.
1: Yeah, Paul himself. Bettany.
0: The only ass that you see in this movie, other than the you know people in the painting,
1: <laughs> other than Alfred Molina, am I right? <laughs> as soon as I saw Alfred Molina, I was like, "Ooh, Steve's gonna have some choice words about that guy. He hates Alfred Molina." Do I? In a past episode, you talked some mess on him, but I think you were just confusing him with somebody else or you were just making a joke. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think I was just making a joke about the original Batman.
1: Shut up. There's a flock of turkeys in my yard. Oh, my God. There's a whole bunch of turkeys walking around right now. Holy Dinah, That's awesome. Anyway, Paul Bettany. Do you think those flock of turkeys are
0: about Alfred Molina or Paul Bettany?
1: Uh, Like, which side of the fence would they land on? What do they represent? Whose butt would they rather see? Yeah. Well, probably Paul Bettany's, because we already know what we're getting. I guess, but like Alfred Molina, that's the mystery. You don't know what his butt looks like under that bishop's robe.
0: Yeah, his body could be anything. His body is definitely a cinematography uh, wonderland.
1: Oh, I mean, his body is a wonderland for sure. Definitely. Uh
0: I I really like that we finally get some whipping in a uh, Christian movie.
1: They didn't do there was no whipping in uh in uh the Easter Lamb or whatever the hell that movie was, oh there was probably a lot of whipping in
0: that movie, and of course um just happenstance in uh I can't think of the movie.
1: this guy's been vaping all morning, <laughs> <clears throat> not all morning. I saw you hit that thing as we were doing a segment so <laughs>
0: Yeah, during that segment. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, what? So, what are you trying to say? <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, that's past me. Okay, that's, that's fair.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. So, Tom Hanks <laughs> plays a character named Robert Langdon, who mm. is a professor of symbology at Harvard. Dumb, pointless. Uh, I do love when he's like teaching or doing that like conference or whatever it is, and he's showing symbols, being like, "What do you think this is?" And people are like. So excited to yell out their dumb, bad answers.
0: Yeah, the answer that he's trying to pull you into, obviously.
1: And people are, like, tripping over themselves to give him the wrong answer.
0: (laughs) Well, they're college students, so that kind of
1: tracks. Yeah, a bunch of libtards in college, getting (laughs) higher education, stupid idiots. (laughs) No, it's the Trident. Yeah, I, I, that was my favorite one where he was just like and what about this and that woman says something in another language and he's just like in English please <laughs> adios mio <laughs> and it's like clearly a trident like it's clearly a Poseidon's trident and she's like it's the devil's pitchfork it's like alright calm down you can see splashes of the ocean yeah there's no water in hell bitch
0: <laughs> that's, what,
1: that's what Tom Hanks said to her
0: what do you think of Tom Hanks's hair in this movie?
1: Uh, it's beautiful. It's the best wig I've seen him wear. And from what I've... Based on the posters that I've seen for these other movies, his hair gets crazier and crazier as the movies go on.
0: I, It looks like a lion's mane trying to take down a gazelle.
1: I mean, at first it looks normal. And I go like, oh, he just like... He combs his hair back. Okay. But by the end of the movie, it's like blown out. <laughs> it's like he's got huge hair by the end of the movie. It's beautiful. There's a
0: lot of scenes outside, so of course it's blown out. But uh, yeah, it's very accentuated towards the end of the movie. (laughs) Like I didn't even like kind of clock it until like the last couple of scenes, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh boy, (laughs) they willy wonk at this guy.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like like I said, because I knew the hair was a thing. I knew that that was like a meme about the movies. So I started watching. I was like, I don't get it. This is like normal hair. And then I kind of forgotten. Yeah, same like with you. But by the end, I was like, oh, I get the memes. This hair is ridiculous. And I'm here for it. Maybe there's a hidden message somewhere and we have to figure it out. Too bad neither of us are professors of symbology at Harvard.
0: (laughs) Have you ever wanted to be a professor of
1: symbology? Uh, I've always wanted to be like, I've always wanted to have like my name written in blood at a murder scene. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I love that he wrote this like the guy who was murdered writes this note in his blood, and then at the bottom writes, P.S. Find Robert Langdon. <laughs> like, P.S. But it's a hidden clue. It is a hidden clue, but it is just to imagine being the police and going up to them and being like, did he really write P.S. in his dying word? He took the time to write P.S. <laughs> you don't have This isn't a letter, bro. It's your dying words. You can just say, find Robert Langdon. That's enough.
0: Oh, but you, you gotta have a trick. Gotta have a trick. That the police
1: can't solve at all. They don't know that this woman was. Her nickname was Princess Sophie. Oh, a postscript. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> that's normal for a dying man to write a. Make sure to include this. Like, I love that he. I love picturing him, like, writing it and then, like, laying back to die and then being like, oh, wait. Oh, uh, P.S. Uh, find Robert Langdon. I'm horny. I <laughs> I died of the smile on my face and stiff feel my pants. <laughs> well, like, this is... even after watching this movie, why did he want Robert Langdon there? Why did he need Robert Langdon? I don't remember.
0: Because he's a famous uh, symbologist.
1: Oh, right. He's a famous yeah. And
0: he's going to help Sophie find the true meaning of his death.
1: But even like Tom Hanks says in the movie, he's like, there are more qualified people than me. There are better people at this than me. Why am I doing this? Well, he's the police of
0: history, and <laughs> you can always count on the police.
1: He's a flatfoot, for sure. hmm mm-hmm. uh, The man was murdered in the Louvre, a place that uh, Jean Renault hates.
0: <laughs> well, nobody likes the Louvre. It's very ostentatious, and uh, it's just really in your face all of the time, especially with all the windows and the... Triangles. Mm -hmm. Too many triangles for my liking.
1: Uh, I think you mean the symbols for masculine and feminine?
0: (laughs) Yeah, the ditch for the (laughs) pussy
1: and then the mountain for the (laughs) dick. Of course. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those, the people, when they show, like, ridiculous when they show the star of david at the end of the movie and then like the movie like those the two triangles kind of just light up a little bit to be like mm-hmm. hey stupid audience this is the two triangles look stupid do you see it <laughs> so funny
0: uh, all, all of this movie is is just recapping uh, different clues that they find along the way, yeah. and making the audience very aware of where they are in the plot and what they need to solve.
1: Yep, and like, ooh, make sure you, oh, you got to make, well, what do we got to do? Oh, oh, are you a knight templar? Are you uh, what's the holy grail? Holy grail is Mary Magdalene's He p- obviously does. Oh, okay. And every person that they
0: come along their way impedes their path or wants to, like, they have their own um, uh, causes for uh, getting them off their path.
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah, everyone is, like, kind of doing their own thing, but all trying to head in the same direction, it seems. Except... I don't know what Alfred Molina's role in this movie is at all. He's just like this bishop who's acting like an asshole to other bishops, and then he gets shot, and then he says some things to Jean Reno, and then he leaves the movie forever, and you go, well, why were you in this? I don't understand. Uh, I think uh,
0: he's just floating around trying to get a bunch of money and killing people all the time.
1: He's killing? Is he the one who was sending Paul Bettany out to do things? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Fair. that makes sense then, yeah. Yeah, Silas is his little baby boy. <laughs> I guess. He keeps calling him my baby boy, my sweet baby boy. Yeah,
0: kissing him, kissing at him, sending him very naughty letters.
1: Oh, yeah, signing everything with a little XO at the bottom. <laughs> They're in love. It's kind of cute. It is really cute, yeah. Well, who wouldn't be in love with Paul Bettany the albino?
0: I, I definitely would dude's got some scars
1: oh yeah yeah and also like didn't even try to make him albino just like i don't give him blonde hair that's what albinos have right and you're like not really (laughs) they have like isn't that kind of not what they are isn't that just a blonde guy i think they just like threw a bucket
0: of milk on him when he arrived on set and then (laughs) let it dry and asked him to do his thing
1: He's like, all right, I guess so. Am I going to get, like, red contact lenses or something? Are you going to, like, dye my eyelashes? Like, albinoism can be pretty, you know, intense looking. And they're like, nah, just, you can just dye your hair blonde. That's good enough. We want to make you fuckable. <laughs> what about my pubes? Well, you'll be shaving those off. Don't worry about that. We need yeah. you smooth and hairless, Paul.
0: <laughs> Don't you ever worry about that i I thought his nudity was very classic, very uh well
1: done mm-hmm. loved seeing that uh torture garter belt that he was wearing
0: mm-hmm. 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 i I don't think I've ever seen one of those in uh like a like a old barn or anything.
1: What do you mean? Wasn't your wife wearing one at your wedding? I thought I saw you climb up her dress and take it off with your teeth.
0: Ah, that was in secret, but I saw it. <laughs> I was looking through your windows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is the origins of a garter belt? Is it that? Is it the spike thing?
1: I don't know. You're gonna have to talk to Robert Langdon, professor yeah, he's of. He's
0: got the skills to pay the bills.
1: I did you see what the name of uh, his book was? Uh, the Da Vinci Code. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Robert Langdon's book that he keeps like looking at and and trying to sell to people. No, I didn't see. It, like, the title of the book sounds like the title of a pickup artist book, because it's called the, It's called Symbols of the Divine Feminine. I'm like, that's definitely a pickup artist. Um, it's, it's just like, of course they would call it something like that.
0: Well, you don't go to a bunch of colleges and give speeches just for your own sake. You get it, you do it to get laid.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Tom Hanks is getting laid in this movie.
0: Maybe that's why he specifically asked for Robert Langdon, so he could have sex with Sophie.
1: <laughs> There's no evidence that they ended up having sex.
0: No, but I think it's strongly insinuated that that uh, grand priest of the uh, Knights Templar wanted them
1: to. Who? Which one's that? Who is that? The, oh, the oh, grandfather. The man who died at the start of the movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. exactly. I, like, I have so many notes for the first 20 minutes of this movie, and then my notes trickle off to... Very little. I mean, that's not true. There's stuff that I wrote down for the rest of the movie, but man, this movie just did not keep my interest. It was fine, but it's two and a half hours long. For God's sake, it's a really
0: long movie to watch a a couple go through like three clues or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like the cryptics and then the
1: flirtily, and that's basically it. The well, the flirtilies. Then the Cryptex, and then they gotta find the tomb, and then right. that's it. Yeah, and then, that's it. then they got it. Yeah. There's a
0: lot of stuff in the book that they are forced to show to appease all these book buyers. Cause like this book sold so many copies. And they really had to appease people trying to make a movie out of book is a really hard thing because there's all these little details and backstories that get filled in. And Ron Howard does his ever-loving best to <laughs> fill all of those in, and they're very unnecessary. Like the yeah. back uh, story for the albino, you don't need that. You see that he's covered in white, you know he's the bad
1: guy. Yeah, you know he's got milk on him. He looks different than a normal person, hence bad guy. Duh. You know he's got milk on him. <laughs> I, I love when Alfred Molina gets shot, and he's being loaded into the ambulance, and they just put, like, a gauze pad on the bullet wound on his robe. It's like, well, that's yeah, not doing anything. He's just bleeding into his jackets doing bad. bad paramedic
0: work. Terrible par- paramedic work. At least, like, put a lighter in that wound and, you know, <laughs> seal it up.
1: At least make Alfred Molina do a topless scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he probably just wouldn't want to go topless. Yeah. Well, you couldn't confuse the audience. Once you take off his robes, how do you know that's Alfred Molina under there?
1: <laughs> oh, my God, it was Alfred Molina the whole time. Oh, shit. Oh, she. Uh, ah. Oh, I did. I don't know, I'm just trying to look at things that like that I liked. Oh, okay, so you read the book. Did you read Angels and Demons and Inferno, or did you just read The Da Vinci Code? <sighs> I think just the Da Vinci
0: Code. That was that was too many words. It was a very light read, though. I like swam through it, and I wasn't a very good reader at the time. I mean, that doesn't surprise me.
1: Like, there's a reason why it's there's a reason why books like that and Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey are like huge smashes that just like break records because they're written for any dummy to pick up and read. Yeah, and like well. If you want to read Under the Tuscan Sun, you got to work for it. You got to earn the good parts of it. You don't just get them handed to you. Well, for maybe less intelligent people, this is like
0: an elevated thriller. And for maybe intelligent uh, people, this is like a lowbrow, fun, pulpy movie. And And it just hits all quadrants.
1: Oh, yeah. And for really unintelligent people, this is a documentary and we need to break into the Louvre to uncover Mary Magdalene's tomb. I guarantee that happened. I guarantee there were people that were walking around after this movie being like, did you know that the Knights Templar and blah blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wow, that's cool, bro. Oh, yeah. People were uh,
0: definitely reciting this as absolute truth Mm -hmm. for years, if not to this day. This changed people's lives. Oh, yeah.
1: Did you know they murdered all the Knights Templar on uh, Friday the 13th? And that's why it was on Friday. That's why Friday the 13th (laughs) is a thing. Did you know that? I mean, I guess. I don't know.
0: Did you know that? What I learned is that the uh, church is the cause of Millions of deaths uh, throughout time. You just and learned that they were all justified.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely to protect the. I mean, gee, imagine if people thought that Jesus wasn't divine. That would just cause this whole thing to crumble. And I, <laughs> and I love that th- at the end of the movie, they the like they're like, well, maybe we should continue lying about this. And you're like, why? <laughs> like, why not destroy the Catholic Church? That'd be fun. That'd be a cool thing for you to do. Descendant do you- of Jesus.
0: I assume the Vatican had a huge hand in writing this movie, oh, made yeah. sure they were right behind Ron Howard the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and they definitely made up
1: that ending. Absolutely. They definitely had a knife in Ron Howard's back the whole time, being like, Tel, tell them to say that they shouldn't destroy the Catholic Church. You tell them to say that. Because <laughs> while it's in the script, I think they're already going to say it. Go <laughs> oh, have some m ms Oh, do you remember Happy Days? <laughs> Craft services is great. Henry Winkler is still my best friend. I I could see it. Henry Winkler is a saint. He is. Yeah, he should be canonized and buried in the Basilica.
0: <laughs> but somehow Ron Howard, in my mind, is still way older than him.
1: I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's what I learned today. The more penises you have, the higher your rank.
0: Boys will be boys. Hey, boys will be boys. Well, that's true. How many uh vaginas does it take to get in charge? Uh
1: I mean, there's not a number. There's not a number. Nope, because you can't you got to flip those vaginas upside down if you want to get anywhere in this world.
0: <laughs> I do have an update about the oh. numbers in this movie. Uh in this <laughs> film, they say there were 50,000 uh deaths in the witch trials. And uh now it says 80,000.
1: Wow. Yeah. Like they possibly millions though. Like they went back and re like eighty yard that line. Rejiggered the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that? Yeah. Rejiggered. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's still easy. Yeah, oh that's yeah. That's fine. That's safe. fine. I love the idea of them being like, "Look, we got to go back and just Tom <laughs> come in for half a day. We just need you to say eighty thousand instead of fifty thousand. Just new evidence has come out. We want to keep these <laughs> movies relevant." Guys, I'm in Australia trying to film a movie, and I think I have COVID. <laughs> Guys, I'm one of the first celebrities to get COVID. <laughs> Do you think he, they paid him to say that? They I think must so. Have. And I think I think he was faking it the whole time. Yeah. It's a scamdemic, yeah. plandemic.
0: The actor supreme finally comes out and says, I got COVID.
1: Oh, the, the voice of a generation. <laughs> the voice of the Pepsi generation, for sure. <laughs> What's nice about a Tom Hanks movie is that at any time, you can just close your eyes and picture Woody doing any of the stuff in the movie.
0: <laughs> There's probably an edit out there on YouTube.
1: It wouldn't be that difficult to just plunk in Eddie. Or Eddie? Woody? Eddie? Who the hell's Eddie? Nobody will ever find out. Were you, uh...
0: <laughs> Were you shocked and just utterly gobsmacked when you found out that the uh, chief of police in France was Opus Day? What?
1: <laughs> I am now, because... Okay, full disclosure, <laughs> the version of this movie I watched did not have any subtitles. So... There are long scenes where people oh, are yeah. speaking French, and I'm going, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: a lot of French scenes, like the police chief ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who the police chief is. Is that Jean Renault? Is it the other guy? Yeah, I don't know. So the police chief is
0: talking to one o- other police guy there, and he's like, hey, you know I'm an Opus day, right? And he's like, Yeah.
1: And what is it? What's an opus day?
0: The opus day are the people that are uh, trying to keep um, the bloodline of Christ under wraps.
1: Oh, like, that's so,
0: the secret sect of the Catholic Church right. that um, the priest uh, is a part of.
1: So it's like the uh, the people at the end of the movie that come. Like that, meet Sophie, and they're like we're here to protect you. That's the Opus Day.
0: No, no, they're the opposite of the Opus Day. They're trying to keep. Uh, they're protecting the bloodline. The Opus Day are part of the church that are trying to snuff that all out, and did all the witch trials oh,
1: and stuff. Oh, okay. They're not very good at their job, though. Like, how hard is it to track a bloodline? It can't be that hard. And like, all you have to do is kill one baby early on, and it's done. And they didn't do that, and there's still Jesus babies to this day. Bad job, Catholic Church. A bad both. <laughs> Whoa. Bad both
0: on both sides. Hey, bad both. Uh, they both don't do a good job because, like, thousands tens of thousands of people have died keeping this one dumb secret under wraps <laughs> yeah. and uh, probably the worst secret of all time maybe
1: definitely oh yeah the worst secret in this movie anyway like the second they introduce Sophie and then they talk about how like Jesus bloodline I was like oh that's her okay Yeah. great I just saved myself two hours great
0: oh the only woman in this entire film yeah it's her
1: yeah oh the only person who's not Tom Hanks in this movie yeah that's definitely Jesus kin no.
0: I thought Jesus's kin was uh, going to be Alfred
1: Merlina. That would be great, or Paul Bettany.
0: Or Paul Bettany. That's <sighs> that's a true thing.
1: I do like in the flashback to the death of Sophie's parents, how they like, because like in her memory they die in a car accident or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in the memory that they show, she's in her, her and her brother are in the back seat, and both of her parents they're driving. Both of her parents are looking over their shoulder in the backseat, like, smiling at her. And then a truck just hits them head on. <laughs> like, well, if that's how it went down, then they all deserve to die. Because that's stupid. Why would you do that? That's so stupid. Why would the driver look in the backseat for any longer than a half a second? Well, it's exactly
0: what happened when I hit the ditch this uh, past weekend. I, uh, I was looking for a moose, a Haitian moose. And took my eyes off the road just for a split second and went right into the ditch. So, I mean, I feel for this
1: guy. Accidents happen.
0: Accidents do happen.
1: Accidents happen. Uh, like, presumably the accident that crippled Sir Ian McKellen in this movie. <laughs> He's a great twist. Um, I guess.
0: I like a rich guy in a mansion that has lots of money. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and his eccentric is eccentric as frick
0: and has the airport hangar in London that you can very very swiftly smuggle people out of and into a car
1: I, I love that Like, so they, they're they being pursued they, they're they flying to London and as they're t- coming in for a landing they can just see the police swarming the airport and they're just like oh shit well <laughs> like, I guess take off again man like what are you doing there's gotta be another airport you could land at but anyway and then they like the plane lands and just like makes a V line for a hangar and the cops are chasing them and then they get to the the cops get to the plane and they're like everybody off the plane and it's just Ian McKellen and his and his pilot and his helper and you go like oh boy what happened to them and then they show like what happened and it's just oh they just got out of the plane quickly
0: <laughs> yeah and went to the car the police searched the plane haphazardly yeah. and then say oh you're pretty good Yeah, ah, it's I'm
1: fine don't worry about the car it's fine yeah.
0: don't search any of the like rooms in the hangar or anything. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Paul Bettany just, even though he was a hostage, just without issue, went with them to the car. Didn't make... If he would have stopped for a half a second, they would have been caught. But he's just like, yeah, I'll get in the car. No problem. Yep. Easy. Easy. Easy like Sunday morning going to church. Hmm? Church. (laughs) Movie. Yeah. Church. I... I... It's hard for me to take movies like this seriously where they're like where there's people solving clues and like going on an adventure like that because every time especially in this movie when they're when they meet up with Ian McKellen Ian McKellen sorry and they're like talking about the clues and they're figuring things out all I can think about is the riddles from Batman Forever do you know what I'm talking about when they're like what's another name for a mystery enigma oh <laughs> Mr. Enigma Edward Enigma and you're just like all right sure it's fine whatever they're like oh the cryptex and this and that i'm like yeah mr enigma we know what it is sure
0: so Batman Forever basically ruined any, like, mystery adventure movie for you. Like, Mummy, National Treasure, everything. All you see is
1: Enigma. Yeah, because it's all stupid. Because it's all just dumb, like, people being like, aha! Everyone just having, like, aha moments. And I'm like, yeah, that's just Val Kilmer talking to his butler. That's all this is. <laughs> He's just mumbling words that happen to be right.
0: <laughs> that are in a script. <laughs>
1: Oh, Mr. E. Mystery. And what's the name for a mystery? Enigma. (laughs) (laughs) Bad and dumb, guys. Yeah, but these clues are really cool and tied to history. True. Oh, true. True as true can be.
0: Like, imagine... I don't know if it would have happened in 2006, but if this movie came out now, that, like, Templar Church would just be mobbed with people, just, like,
1: picking through stuff (laughs) and, like
0: going
1: through things oh yeah i mean if this movie came out now there would have been a credit at the start that said a pure flicks original yeah (laughs) please don't go to the templar church please (laughs) Please. is that where they end up at the end like i said i was kind of in and out of this movie so then at the end they're like i know where we (laughs) need to go and they just go to a building on a hill and i go what the hell is this i don't know what this is i know what the basilica is i know what saint paul's cathedral is or whatever
0: this is a uh, church that the Templar built, I guess, to hold all the secrets that I guess the um, church doesn't know of, or probably does know.
1: And like <laughs> the church. they go there and they like go into the base. They like as they're going into the basement to like snoop around. A guy stops and is like, "Hey, we're closing soon." And they're like, "Okay, we'll just be a minute." But. In- <laughs> But at no point are they like, oh, this guy's definitely like a Templar or something. Like, it, yeah. it, he works at the friggin' thing. Everyone you've met has been double-crossing you all along the way. There's yeah. secret agents of this thing everywhere. You don't think the guy who works at the goddamn temple isn't a secret agent? What are you talking about, Tom? Take notice of this, man. It, his hubris knows no bounds,
0: that no. he can just be like, ah, just a second, and then <laughs> puts like a like a 50-cent piece in a, in a box and think that, Thinks that's uh that's worth it? I don't know.
1: I like I love that he's like, we'll just be a minute. And then they're in there for like 15, 20 minutes, probably. Like that place is well closed at that point. Yeah. And they're just they're just jerks, is what they are. Come back tomorrow. That coin better come back in the next movie.
0: There better be some like hidden messages from this movie that arrive in the next movies.
1: There's weird there are like In a movie full of secret symbols and hidden mysteries and stuff like that, it does, like, focus on some weird things occasionally that end up being nothing. Like the coin that he puts in there, which is like, this is nothing. I don't know what this is. But there's also a shot when they're in the church, or they're in the, like, where the Templars are buried, or they think they're buried, and then, like, Paul Bettany attacks them, and Sophie, like, falls, and they make a point of showing her, like, smashing her knee on one of the Templar's, like, tombs, and then later on she's, like, wiping blood off her leg, and then it never comes up again. Like, why did you take the... T- like, why is that in there? That doesn't serve a purpose. It's just this weird little thing that's really highlighted for no reason. Well, I
0: think once we get to Inferno, all those answers will be uh, uh, solved, because... It- I feel like it's that or Ron Howard was just trying to direct the crap out of this movie. Yeah, and uh, just had a lot of leave-ins.
1: Oh, we gotta leave in the shot of her falling and scraping her knee. How else would people? Blood. How else would people, people love blood? People won't even notice the inconsistency when she just drops to her knees near the end of the movie and doesn't even flinch as if her leg wasn't busted.
0: A <laughs> uh, a leg never stays busted in like ev- any movie though.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah what did you think if let me paint a scenario for you let's say you're on a global treasure hunt trying to find mary magdalene's and you're in this church and surya and mckellen who is a who has like bungled up legs or something when when he needs to he's got bungled up legs he walks with two canes or whatever catches he, the cryptex though catches that cryptex <laughs> he takes you hostage and in mm-hmm. a in a very public place with a six-shooter gun, with a gun with six bullets in it, and goes like, no funny business, or, or things are going to get dangerous. Why wouldn't you immediately go like, he's got a gun! <laughs> <laughs> this man has a gun, he's taking me hostage! I'd put that gun right in my mouth and stare right into his <laughs> eyes. Because
0: <laughs> that's the move. When anybody has a gun on you, you put
1: it right in your mouth. Yeah, you show them that you're you alpha dog them. You show them you're not afraid.
0: Yeah, of course this is the move that I learned from the movie Alpha Dog. Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: <laughs> Just the audacity of of Ian, McEl- Sir Ian McKellen and Ian to be like, all right, no funny business, all right. When it's like, what are you gonna shoot me in front of four hundred witnesses? Like, pff, nah, <laughs> I'm not worried about you, bro.
0: Rich people, man, they they yeah. know no bounds as far as uh, shooting people in public.
1: <laughs> or also just kick his canes out. Like he's, he can't walk. Just kick his canes out, bro. He is not the dominant person here. Just because he's got a gun, just kick his cane. I don't even know if he knows how to use a gun. I thought the
0: final twist was going to be that he doesn't need the canes. <laughs>
1: oh, that would have been wild. <laughs> but be, but much like Doctor House, he developed hip issues from pretending to need the canes for so many years.
0: Yeah, this movie's always compared to Dr. House
1: and <laughs> The House. Of course, yeah. Uh, What else? I don't know. What else happens in this? The cops shoot Paul Bettany. ACAB as always.
0: Yeah, suicide by cops. It's, uh, it's a tricky issue when it comes to the church.
1: They love it, though.
0: You think he'll go to uh, purgatory instead of hell for... I mean, he kills a lot of people in this movie. A few. He kills like two. Yeah, but also like a nun. That
1: yeah, that's seems true. Pretty bad. And like bashes her head in. Yeah. <laughs> like, not a nice death either. A very ugly, messy death. Like this might be one of
0: the biggest uh, Christian movies, certainly monetarily of all time. Well,
1: and... it's it's below Passion of the Christ. I'll tell you that much. You think? Definitely. Oh yeah, Passion of the Christ made. I'll look it up you finish your thought I'll look it up well what was my thought I don't know man I'm sorry it's, this is a big movie is what you're saying
0: <laughs> this is a very big movie but I don't know if uh, it's pro religion or anti religion right yeah I, that's a good point yeah oh I, my god I think if like if you look into it and like read the you know clues on the screen it is very anti religion but the religious people co opted it as a pro thing.
1: And then I guess the, that's what they do. But at the end they just decide to be pro religion. They just go like, yeah. Yep, and it's all good in the end. And Jesus was a man. Definitely keeping it a
0: secret. And <laughs> what let, all those people trying to kill us wanted
1: yeah and also just letting the church continue to commit atrocities like now the blood is on your hands Tom Hanks it wasn't on your hands you had a chance to wipe your hands clean but you Pontius piloted it and now the blood's all over you bud (laughs) maybe that's what the next movie is about the trial
0: of Robert Lane.
1: oh the angels and demons that he wrestles with It's probably more cryptex bullshit. I'm sure that's what the next two (laughs) movies are. If there's not, like, four cryptexes in the next movie, I don't know what's happening. We got to solve the cryptex, and they open it, and there's another cryptex inside. And they're like, is this one to have vinegar in it, too? Well,
0: when uh, an IP makes this much money, you don't, like, flesh it out and get deeper into the story. You funnel it into the stuff that did work, which is the cryptexes. So you add more cryptexes.
1: You add more cryptexes. You make Tom Hanks' hair bigger. Uh, you spend more time at the Louvre, of course. And uh, <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why leave the Louvre? You got a smash hit called Angels and Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Why leave the Louvre? Why leave the Louvre? That's my biggest question in this whole movie. <laughs> like, I would love a t shirt. Hey, fans, fans, listeners, uh, make me a t shirt that says, Why leave the Louvre? The problem is, is, if I see
0: this uh, T-shirt out in public, I know they stole it from me. True.
1: And the Louvre probably steals it from me. True? Hey, the church stole everything else. Why not steal uh, the, our Louvre, Louvre idea? Our <laughs> Louvre
0: t-shirt. Uh, Let's just come up uh,
1: with a t-shirt. Sure, yeah, we'll add it. Hey, I know we that said doesn't we, were, sell. we were killing our Teespring store, but now we're bringing it back. <laughs> or leave a
0: voicemail saying True. that you appreciate our um, t-shirt.
1: Hey, speakpipe, speakpipe.com slash pureboys. Boozy, I'm calling you out. Leave us a voicemail. Please, please do your best Tom Hanks impression or Paul Bettany. I don't care. Uh, I, I mean, what else? I don't know. Did you look up the numbers? Because I got it. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are absolutely correct. Mm. Uh, the Passion of the Christ made 612 million at the box office at the BO, and uh, friggin' Da Vinci Code made over 700 million dollars. So, damn, dog, you were right. I apologize. I, when you brought up Passion, I was like, oh, yeah, that made a billion
0: dollars for sure. But then, uh, you look into the numbers, and <laughs> Da Vinci Code made 780 million dollars, and that book probably made like hundreds of millions of dollars too. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Oh, yeah, uh, Dan Brown is sitting pretty right now. He probably made more than Star Wars. He probably, he probably never had to make my book again. It's
0: Star Wars. <laughs> it cost Dan Brown Star Wars.
1: I would love. <laughs> give Dan Brown a trilogy, Disney, please. Yeah, take Dan Brown into space. Oh, my God. If there's anything that, I mean, Jesus, wasn't like the, the most recent Star Wars movie, the ninth one, whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. There's like a cryptex puzzle shit in that, right? They got to like yeah. look at a knife and go do a thing. And that's no different than this movie. Yeah, it's either a mystery, uh, a bank robbery, or a death. Ooh, a mystery. Do you mean a Mr. E? Mr. E Enigma, Edward Enigma. That's good. That is good.
0: Why Why do you think Ron Howard and the money, famous Tom Hanks money. decided to do this other than money? Mm, uh, no other reason. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't, like, it's all well done, but it just doesn't seem like there's any soul, baby.
1: <laughs> well, that's because Jesus isn't... A divine, he's just a man, and they decided the church friggin' decided in in 300 AD that uh, he was holy. Actually, just kidding, he was actually the son of God. Yeah, this movie is definitely cursed. Uh, <laughs> definitely. This movie should have had the interview
0: um, treatment and never come out. <laughs> <What are> you- <laughs> The interview. What is that? That's the Seth rogan movie oh, about uh, North Korea about Jesus and cryptexes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it got its uh, release date
1: uh, shifted, or right. never happened because North Korea threatened to like blow up the world, and every- now, yeah, that's everyone that's when everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's a scary threat." And now it's like, "Shut up, North Korea."
0: And that should have happened with this movie.
1: Yeah, shut up, Dan Brown. Yeah, but we're going to watch more of you, Dan Brown. I can't wait. I This Dan Brown trilogy we're doing, I like like I said, I've never seen these, so this is going to be a fun ride for me. Uh, it's going to be a ride. This is real God stuff, and I love lapping it up. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick, one last thing. I love at the end when they reveal that, like, sophie is the is the descendant of jesus christ but it's like yeah of course she is if you've ever seen a movie before of course she is uh but then she like as she's like parting ways with tom hanks and she like passes by that little pond she's like hey tom hanks look at this and then like goes and like steps on the water and goes well i guess i'm not divine maybe i'll try <laughs> to make water into wine
0: yeah well you you gotta
1: take the blows as they come right you exactly. can't win them all that was a fun little cheeky moment oh you know what I didn't even talk about the th- one of the things I loved about this movie genuinely loved about this movie all of the flashbacks that they show and all the stuff where it's like Tom Hanks and her are like walking and like in a building but then around them is like the you know hundreds of years ago what the building looked like and all the people milling about I really liked all of that I thought that was all really cool yeah it's great artistry yeah. It really
0: brings you into the feel of a, it all. A
1: great artist named Ron How- Ronald Howard. six shooter himself, Ooh. Ron Howard. <laughs> hey, Steve, uh, can Christians eat pork?
0: Well, I thought if any movie was going to tackle this topic, it would definitely be a movie talking about symbols and <laughs> religious artifacts and... How it's uh, impacted our life In current day But um, I don't remember them eating pork I don't remember uh, the, I think the answer to the cryptex Was porks But pork. other than that I uh, I don't think uh, Christians can eat pork
1: Not based on this movie No, porks. Adam
0: do you think uh, Christians can eat pork nope, Based not. off this movie
1: Nope definitely not There's no other than the porks cryptex answer uh, That's it <laughs> I, I love that the answer to the cryptex is Apple, but when they were talking about it, I was like, it's probably Jesus, right? Like, it's probably something stupid like that. Oh, nah, Apple, okay. Because that's the orb that fell on Sir Isaac Newton's head.
0: Jesus. Sure, why not? Yeah, Isaac Newton was around in, like, the 1600s, so this was definitely made after that.
1: This movie? Yeah, it was made in 2006. The cryptex. Oh, the cryptex. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, gotcha, bitch. Hey, next week we're watching Angels and Demons. Uh, very excited because that's like this was the movie. I knew a little bit about this, the Da Vinci Code. Knew a little bit. Of, okay, okay. It's a globe trotting shit. I uh, whatever. It's a Jesus, Christ, whatever. London, I, France, pants. I know nothing about the next two, so that's even more exciting. Yeah,
0: I'm right there with you, but only when it uh, uh, in regards to the last movie. Mm. I know everything there is to know about angels and demons because I saw the movie once.
1: Can't wait! Can't wait to talk to y'all about it. And uh, so, until next time, I love you. I love you. We love, we love you.
0: you please. please.
1: Ho ho ho! Merry
0: Christmas.
1: I'm, I'm, just, chism. Chism. I'm just
0: chism. I'm just chism. <laughs> I'm chiz chism. I'm just chiz <laughs> <I'm just chism. laughs> I'm just oh. giz, right. I I'm chis giz, 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 <laughs> i chis chis chis
1: chis